Hello, this is your host, Paul Harvey from Life, Passion and Business. Editing went on hold this week as I focus on another project, so I thought to share with you a podcast from way back in 2021 with Jessica Coulthard. But before we get to that, if you are on the fence about the money experiment, do check out the podcast Moneybags and the shortcast Money and Thought. The point is, money is the working fluid of our lives. And we really need to get our thinking straight. And the money experiment is part of that process. So if you have any thoughts about that, do check it out. So back to this podcast, Jessica Coltart is the strategic interventionist. And I'll let my younger self tell you more about her. You know, it took me 45 years to get to that point where I wasn't afraid of my own voice anymore. But it's really interesting. I met up with somebody about six months ago or somebody that I hadn't seen in about six months And even then, they said, like, you're not the same person. My name is Paul Harvey, and this is Life, Passion and Business. We're about helping you explore, finding your passion for life and the work that you do. But it's so much more than that. It's about finding clues to the big life questions. What does it mean to be successful? What is the meaning of life? If you're looking for more, then join me on this journey, where together we will discover through interviews, tools and tips, how to live life full of meaning, passion and purpose. Today, my guest is a fellow host at the Ignite Entrepreneurs podcast. Jessica Coulthard went all in, recording and uploading more than 100 shows in just over a year. And get this, podcasting is her side hustle. She has a full-time role as a project coordinator. Our conversation is a tale about the power of podcasting, coaching and personal development. It was 2015 when Jessica had an epiphany. She was writing down the same goals she had written down every January and life wasn't changing. That moment was the point of realisation. She was choosing to keep herself small. It started her on the path to changing her life. She discovered the book by Jack Canfield, The Success Principles. Then it was time to ask the hard questions and begin her journey towards the life she wanted. Our conversation is about that journey of self-discovery, moving from the quiet introvert to become the woman with a voice of her own. It is about the finding of her place in the world and who she was here to serve. In 2019, she hosted a live event called the Women Who Inspire Conference. And she went on to become the host of her own podcast, Ignite Entrepreneurs. Jessica Coulthard defines herself as a strategic interventionist. She uses NLP techniques to dig deep into her client's unconscious. She works with them to understand their driving needs, core values and motivations to facilitate rapid change. This is her journey. I hope you enjoy the conversation with Jessica Coulthard. Welcome to Life, Passion and Business. And today I have got another amazing conversation. Well, this is fantastic for me because 
I'm in a lot of these podcast groups and my guest today is Jessica Coulthard and she reached out to me, which is lovely. I love it when I have these conversations that come into it because she is a fellow podcast host. So I think we're going to have a, a wonderful conversation today because she is about inspiring people to leap, which as you know, this podcast is about passion and inspiration and inspiring people to leap. So I think we've got a lot in common. So thank you so much for saying yes and taking the time to be with me today. Oh, I'm super excited to be here. And I know we're going to have a great conversation because I already feel like we have a lot in common the way we see the world similarly. So I think we do. I think we do. So Jessica, look, I know you're into NLP. I know you support people. I know you coach people. I know you have a podcast. Let's start at the beginning. How did all this evolve for you? Where, where's the passion? How did you get passionate? Where is it coming from? And you know, how did you end up doing this? All right. So I can nail it down to a specific day, actually. And, and we're coming up to the anniversary, actually, because it was December 31st, 2015. And I was at home and working on my New Year's resolution list, which I had been, uh, this was something that I had done over and over again in my life. But in this particular moment, I think I had an aha moment and I realized that it was the same list that I'd written year after year after year. And, you know, obviously I hadn't gotten anywhere with this list and so I kind of had this moment where it was like well, what's going on like why why do I want all these things but yet I don't seem to achieve anything mm -hmm. so I had that moment of I need to think about this I need to stop and because I had a new awareness right like for some reason in that moment I decided to actually ask myself tougher questions and I think that's the really important thing is that willingness to ask yourself those tough questions. And if you can't do it yourself, then you need to reach out to somebody and have them do it. But for whatever reason, I was in the right frame of mind on that day and open to hearing what was really going on. And so I thought, well, okay, well, I got to figure this out. Like, I'm not content with continuing to just write this same list all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to go to, you know, the all-knowing Google and just start researching, like, how do you actually take action? How do you achieve your goals? And um, I was really lucky. I stumbled onto a book that completely changed my life. I think it has everything to do with timing, but it was Jack Canfield's success principles. Uh -huh. And the very first principle in this book is take 100% responsibility for your life. And that was the moment I realized that that's what I had not been doing. <laughs> Question. What was sure. on your list? What was on your list? What were, you, oh, what were the things you were, you were repeating? I think it's the same old thing. It's the, you know, find true love and get my shit, my money in order and lose 50 pounds. You know what I mean? Like just the stuff, the standard stuff. But, you know, first of all, like it's why is that all I want was kind of one of the questions too. And why had I not done anything about it? Like if, if I wanted it so badly that I was willing to sit and write it on a list. Why was I not doing anything about it? And that was the deeper question. It was not even so much about what was on the list. It was more about like, what's stopping me? What's holding mm. me back? Why, why can't I achieve these things? Right. And what was really funny is in that moment, I heard a voice in my head and we all have, you know, these voices in our heads that are talking to us nonstop constantly, but I don't think enough of us really pay attention to what's being said. And what I heard was I'm a struggling single mom. And I realized that I had heard 
this voice in my head every time somebody had something I didn't have that I wanted or, you know, just anytime I felt like I wasn't where I wanted to be in life. It's like this built-in excuse kept coming up and letting me off the hook. And the really funny plot twist part of this story is that my son had actually moved out. He'd been gone for about six months at this point. So I wasn't a single mom anymore. And I had a really good job, so I wasn't struggling. So this excuse that I had been giving myself to hold myself back wasn't even valid, but yet I was still allowing it to hold me back. So that awareness right there was basically the moment when I realized I needed to start doing something different. And it's funny, I joke and I say, I had two choices. I could get a new excuse <laughs> or I could do something. And I clearly chose to do something. It's funny, the number of people that do this or say this, they, they, they get into a pattern and they sit in the pattern and yet their life has actually moved on, but they're still sitting in the pattern and the mindset of that pattern. Absolutely. Because it works. There's times when that excuse worked for me. Yeah. Right. So anyway, so yeah. So once I started to research and realize just how much amazing information is out there, I didn't want to just keep it to myself. I wanted to share it. And so I started looking into what it would be like to become a coach. And so I just started down that process and I took my coaching certification and, and eventually I did my NLP practitioner. And, and then, yeah, last year, last well, January 8th will be my one year anniversary of my podcast. So it's just been a really amazing evolution and a lot of fun. Mm, yeah 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 podcasting is a lot of fun I, and and it can be a grind it can be both oh yeah <laughs> it can be both especially when you've got a deadline what you set yourself mm, okay i need to get more shows out that sort of stuff but yeah it exactly. is it is it is great i mean this is the best bit about podcasting for me the conversation yes the, the bit the that comes after the bit that comes after is not so pleasant but the bit this is the best bit yeah <laughs> For me, it's been the networking like this. Look at this. You and I would never have met otherwise if we no. had not been in that same, you know, podcasting website group for matchmaking. I can't remember what it was. It's matchmaker. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. wouldn't have met. We would have no reason to have had a conversation prior to this. Right. What I love about it, actually, and I, I need to be careful because I'm getting us off topic a little bit. But what I, what I do love about podcasting and about interviewing is that I, I have actually reached out to, to people I would never have spoken to. I mean, without the podcasting, you know, things that I said, I've spoken to all sorts of people. Uh, I, I was even in conversation with an astronaut a few weeks ago. Cool. Yeah, so, like, you know, I mean, I got to his person, his team. I didn't get to him. But, you know, it's like, and I actually people say, yeah, yeah well, well, you know, we'll think about it. You know, it's like it's the, it opens doors to some amazing conversations because you're not asking for anything other than to chat to someone. I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking for anything other than could we just talk about what you do? And people yeah, just people, people love that, don't they? To be talked about, we'll have to. Yeah, yeah I, I always say it's a win-win-win, yeah. right? So the listener gets to listen in on a conversation that they wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. the The podcast interviewer gets to meet new amazing people, and for me, I, I tend to be a little selfish with mine. I tend to invite people on so that I can learn something. Of course, don't we all? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I then, thought we all then, did that. <laughs> okay, good. It's not just me. <laughs> Um, and then the person that's the guest, they get an opportunity to share more of who they are to another audience. So it's yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So you have found your passion and, and how would you define it now? 
Well, interestingly enough, so as an NLP practitioner, one of the exercises that we go through and then also do for other people is called an, a, value, uh, a values elicitation. And it's really just asking a set of questions. Well, it's really the same question over and over and over getting down to like the real meat of why you want what you want. Oh, is that the ladder and, thing where you keep going down the ladder? Yes, why do you want, why, yeah. but why do you want that bit? But why do you want that? And keep going down. Yes. Yes. And so I did that about probably a year and a half ago. And when I started thinking about like what I really want from my business, it came down to joy. Mm. And so for me, that's why I do this. Like, you know, like you say, podcasting can be a bit of a grind, right? But like when you and I right now having this conversation, this is my idea of a good time. This mm. is joy. This is success. This is like what I want my life to look like. This is fun for me, right? Mm. This is flow for me. It, it, it is. And very, very, yeah. I think we're both very privileged to be able to do it. But yeah. at the same token, anybody can. It's, that's the thing is there is very little barrier to entry mm, for podcasting. Mm. Like, yes, you could go really high tech and get all sorts of crazy equipment and whatnot. But um, honestly, I've been at this a year. I have not upgraded my equipment. I didn't spend a lot of money. I, I've had to learn a lot. I would say the learning curve is huge. Um, but it's, it's really simple to just get started with. It so is, I think it it's amazing, amazing platform. So this is where you express your passion for that. So, so, yeah, okay. I can I can really I can really appreciate that because exactly where I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's the connection too. I think it's it it allows me that connection with people. Mm. Right? Yeah. And especially this year with COVID. I mean, isn't that what we're all like just craving so deeply right now is to be able to still connect. Mm. Yeah. But so there's a big gap here for me, though, because you started, you said you had your, 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 uh, your uh, epiphany in like in 2015, and your podcast started a year ago. So what happened in the intervening time? Well, I guess I had to find myself, right? Yeah. I had to go on that journey for myself. Mm -hmm. And so as I started to share what I was learning with other people, like within two weeks of having this aha moment, I was like, hey, anybody want to join a workshop that I'm going to teach for you? And I just started putting myself out there and kind of just figuring out what it was that I really wanted to be able to share with the world. And so you know, I did my coaching certification. So I learned a lot of the techniques to be able to help other people. And I did, I launched my coaching career and I started working with clients. And, but it's funny, you know, I, I always felt this a little bit of resistance to wanting to do it, to want to promote myself. Mm. And I love resistance because I think that's where the real stories are, right? When you can listen to why you don't want to do things, that's really interesting to me because it tells so much. And so I didn't really fight it. Like I allowed people sort of to come to me, but I didn't really promote myself too hard. And so just still kind of just fumbling through and trying to figure out what it was that I really wanted to offer the world. And it's funny how we tend to kind of come back full circle. So as I started to progress and work with different kinds of clients and and then as I started to come into myself, I realized I really wanted to work more with entrepreneurs um, because I felt like that's who I was. And I feel like for me anyways, I'm my own avatar, really. Um, and I, I love to support other people. Like I think my true passion is really just being able to help other people find and chase their passion. And so now that I've come back around, 
that's why I think the podcast fits so well, but it was a journey. I don't think that you can just go from A to B instantly. Like you have to go through all of that self-discovery and, and whatnot yourself to find finally where you land and where you fit, who your people are and, and um, how to deliver that message to them. What was your um, skill base before? What, what, what were you doing? Did you work in? You had, a, you had a good job. What were you doing? I still have my job. I do this on top of um, having a job still. Um, so I'm a project coordinator. So I'm very organized. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds great. Yep. Project, project yep. coordination. For, for, and also it's because podcasting is about being organized. So I, I think that's it's, it's great. Well done. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so last year as well, one of the things that I decided to do was I decided to host a women's conference and I came up with the idea out of the blue. And again, because of my organizational skills and I had been planning events for work for years, it was, it was easy for me to pull that off. It was, you know, I, luckily I had those skills already. So I was able to just go, yeah, I want to do this. And then just, I ran with it and it was amazing these things are did you pull in guests from your podcast or was it uh, what, what kind of women's conference was it was it a guest was it a, a speech-based conference or something more interactive yeah I had nine amazing women come and share their stories uh mm-hmm. they took the stage this was you know October of 2019 so we were still able to get together and in, in real life and in those and- days when people could all meet up and hug people <laughs> right <laughs> Um, yeah, so luckily we got that in, but I think it, what, what it did was I think it actually launched the podcast for me because I love the idea of being able to have people come and share their stories. I believe in something called the transfer of belief. So when you can hear somebody else tell a story of, say, how they had to struggle and then their aha moment and how they chose to overcome it and then now where they are, to me, that's beautiful. And anybody that is needing some inspiration. They can see a little piece of themselves in somebody else and see, see if they can do it, I can do it, right? And so that's what that conference was all about, was being able to share these amazing stories. Um, and then I ended up teaming up with another lady and we did it together. And when we were done, I decided that it was a lot of work for starters. Um, and it wasn't really where I saw myself going full-time, whereas for her, it really fit um, her passion. She's an absolute advocate for women's rights and just, it really felt like it belonged more to her. So in the end, we ended up deciding that she was going to take it and run with it. And she has, she's done a couple of conferences since. And for me, the podcast actually made a lot more sense because I could do it on what I thought initially was a smaller scale, which turns out to actually be a bigger scale because now I'm global. Mm. Right. Yeah. So it's crazy how you, you have one idea and it can morph into something completely different That's if you just follow it. it. You are, you're global. That's what I love about it. You, ra- mm-hmm. you raise the point to, I love to explore and I have never found an answer to it. The transfer of belief. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I do wonder what, what is it about? And I've, and I've done this. I've, I've heard things said to me time and time again and someone else says it in a slightly different way and it lands mm-hmm. and I run with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we we all have all the answers, and yet we we can hear it again and again and again. You, know, you can hear your parents say, it. "You're never going to go there, are we?" You know, <laughs> you know you, we're never going to do what they tell us. Yeah, but you know, someone else says the same thing in a slightly different way, and we take action. And it's like no one else can take action; only us can take action. So, what is it? I I just love that. I I'd love to explore that conversation more about that transfer of belief. What makes the difference? 
Well, I think it's, you're not being given advice either, no. right? Like we don't, we don't like to be told mm. what to do, right? But if we can discover that for ourselves, like that's again, like this podcast, this, this allows people to intentionally listen, choose what they take away from it. Mm. It's not being forced on them. It's a decision. They get to take ownership. Yeah. And I think that's why it lands for people when they hear other people's stories, because it's their choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's what I think anyways. I mean, if someone came up to me and, and told me, Jess, you have to do this, I'd be like, hang on, just take a step back. Give me a minute. I need to process that. And, and then I need to decide if I want to or not. But if I hear somebody say it and I just pick it up and run with it myself, that's like a whole different story. So what's been your biggest <gasps> moment in all of this? Ooh, the bit went oh, you know, either bad, you know, good or bad. I mean, bad is nice actually because we always like to always always like to hear the like, the shitty bits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, some some <laughs> shitty bits. <laughs> well, I mean, I've tried and failed a lot of times, right? Like, yeah. I think through that the discovery process, um, trying to figure out where I fit in and who my people are, I've tried a lot of things that have just not done anything like and the part for me I think that I surprised myself um because there are moments like I've had them even just recently um where it's like what am I doing why do I keep doing this why do I keep putting myself through this I have a good job why don't I just lean into that and give all this up right and so I think what I'm recognizing in myself is that determination that I don't know where it comes from. Like, I honestly don't know why I want this so badly, um, but I am not willing to give up. And that I think is the one thing that impresses me about myself the most is all those moments where I just, I, I have the, I don't even care in this moment. It's like, I don't care anymore. Right. And, and I want to just throw it all away. And I look around at like all the notebooks and all the stuff that I'm doing And then I realized that if I gave this up, I honestly don't know who I would be anymore. Mm. That's the thing is I've thrown myself into this so hard that I think that if I did give it up, I would probably lose myself again. I suspect you'd find something else. Yeah, I'd like to think so. (laughs) You would because you're not the sort of person to give it all up and stop. You know, that's that's the point. It's like, yeah. So, what is your success model? Because, you know, success is one of those things that, you know, we're all, we were all given them a success model when we were young. Uh, and obviously you, you, you live in the States, so you've got the American dream is the big success model that you all have, you know, it's like. No, I'm Canadian. Oh, sorry, I apologize. I apologize. I didn't want to insult you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> what, what's, what's the Canadian success? What's the Canadian big dream then? Well, we're just really nice people. (laughs) So, I mean, we just, for me, I think um, my success model is so long as I feel like I'm continuing to bring value, whatever that looks like, um, that makes me feel successful. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. And doing this podcast, jumping on with and and sharing a conversation with you um, and then being able to create that transfer of belief for somebody else. Honestly, I think that's really why I do what I do mm-hmm. is if I feel like I can just touch somebody else's life and then give them something that they can now go and, and run with that to me feels like success. Like I'm not, I'm not a super money focused person. I'm not a fame focused person. Like for me, it's really more intimate than that. Um, 
I just want to feel like when somebody compliments me on um, what I hear a lot is that you inspire me. Like I'm watching you from a distance and just you inspire me. That's to me, that feels like success. Mm. I really don't need a whole lot more than that. And I do believe that the more that I just allow myself to feel that and continue doing the things that um, make me feel like I'm adding to other people's lives, I know that it's all going to come back to me eventually. So it may not be a very good strategy for making money and all of those standard success strategies maybe that people talk about. But for me, it's not even about that. It's really just about being able to move through this world feeling like I've added value. Mm. Your success model sounds very much tied up with your contribution. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I, my, um, my next question, what do you, how do you contribute to the world? And you've already answered it in a way, but you can say more about that if you want to. <laughs> well, well, what I'm finding with the podcast, what I'd like to do is um, um, I love to support other entrepreneurs, Right. Mm. So that's what I'm starting to find is that um, the more that I can just get behind somebody else and kind of promote them, that seems to make me feel like I'm um, adding to the world. I'm sorry. I'm not even sure if that answered your question. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, 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 your contribution is obvious, isn't it? In a way, somewhere right. you have a podcast. That's your contribution to the world. You, you, and, you're, and what you do is you want to motivate and inspire people. You know, it's yes. it's not a question I really need to ask you, really, but it's, it's on the list. And <laughs> right. as, as my as my podcast always has the same five questions, as some people say, you shouldn't have these structured podcasts like that. Should be more free flowing. But I actually find the five questions give it a structure that gives me the freedom to actually take it and other places. Yeah, no, I love it. I think it's great. But yeah, maybe that's the thing is maybe my kind of the whole reason why I do what I do is already adding up to the contribution piece, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the one question I haven't asked you that I should have done? Ah, good question. So I can tell you what surprises people the most about me now. Um, so when I was young, I was what I would consider a shy introvert afraid of my own voice. And um, it's funny, I have a lady that I used to work with, and I think it was about 10 years ago, she said to me, she goes, Jess, you wouldn't say shit if your mouth was full of it. You know, I mean, and, and the problem was, is I couldn't disagree with her. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> at that moment, that was who I was, I was still so afraid of speaking up, because I didn't want to have to explain my opinion, because I never felt like I had enough uh, information to be able to back it up. So I just tended to just stay quiet. And so now, I mean, I get on stages, I speak, I have a podcast, I emceed and hosted an entire women's conference. And so for me, it's like, that's the biggest shift that I've seen in myself. So um, I guess the question would be like, what's the biggest change? Like, you know, it took me 45 years to get to that point where I wasn't afraid of my own voice anymore. But it's really interesting. I met up with somebody about six months ago or somebody that I hadn't seen in about six months. And even then they said, like, you're not the same person you were even six months ago because of the constant growth journey and the learning. And this podcast, I'm not sure how long you've been doing yours for, but in the year, the confidence that I've gotten from doing it because you have to speak to people and you have to be on all the time mm. and ready to answer and ready to it's it's really built a lot of confidence 
mm-hmm. for me. And it's been an absolute blessing. And I think it's been the thing that's made the biggest change in my confidence and just who I feel like I can be moving forward. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have said you were an introvert on here, particularly. I think you you, you, you certainly hold a conversation well. What, what I think is the one thing that we all have to realise, and, and it takes everyone a, a different amount of time to realise it, is what other people think of me is none of my business. Yes, yes. And too many people are bothered about what other people think of them because they're having the opinion anyway. Whether you like it or not, they have an opinion. And if you're quiet, they have an opinion. If you're loud, they have an opinion. They just have an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And you know, it's the thing is like, yeah, what did you say? Other people's opinion is none of my business. Yeah. And, you know, I really do believe that now, but it takes something to get to where you can actually take that on and believe it and own it. It does. Right? I, it does. And some people are better at it than others, I must admit. I mean, I, I, I have a, a, um, a Dutch friend, what, a, a Dutch acquaintance. I have, I have, you know, he's someone I know. And he walks into the room and we all know he's arrived. You know, it's like, and he's a lovely guy, you know, and he's, and he's, he's just very big. He's just, yep. Takes up a lot of space in the yeah, room, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and he's not actually big, but he's just, right. you know, he just, when he arrives... And I think it's about that he knows how to work the room. He knows how to introduce himself. And he knows, hey, and he, and he always gives everybody a, fat, a massive welcome, you know. But, yep. That's, what he That's does. awesome. And this is what I love. I love when people own who they are. Mm, yeah. Right. If you're shy, own it. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're, if you have a big personality, own that too. Right. It's a matter of just learning who you are and being okay with that. And like you say, not worrying about what anybody else thinks. And I don't think I was shy because I was thinking that I wanted to be shy. I think I was still just young and exploring and and not sure of myself. I really truly believe that the person you're speaking to today is who I was meant to be, Mm. probably who I was back then. I just didn't have the skills. I think it's, I think it's hard. I think it's, I think it's difficult unless you've had something to to, to help you move move forward in that one. I think it's quite, quite difficult. Absolutely. And and we are a product of our upbringing. We're a product of the things around us and the people we see. We're a product of all of the, of the role models that are in our life. Yeah. And I know for me, like you say, you don't think I, I seem like an introvert, but I am very much a one-on-one person. Like this conversation that you and I are having, it's one-on-one. But if, if I was now in the middle of a room full of 30 people that I didn't know, it would be a completely different conversation. I would shrink down to a completely different person. So I think you probably wouldn't. I think it, I think (laughs) I no. I think it depends on what you're there for. Oh yes. hundred percent. If I have a role. Yeah. So I can be in a room full room, full of people and I can be in my power in my power in that space, if I'm in my power, because it's something I'm there for. Yes. If I walk into a room of men in dark suits who are bankers or something or something associated like that, I mean, nowadays I could hold my own with it. But 10 years ago, I would have found that really intimidating. Yes, I agree. hundred percent. Because yeah, I, I didn't to... consider myself equal to those people in the room. There's a, there, there's always an author- There's always a status thing going on in spaces. Or even a commonality, like yeah. if I don't have something I can talk to that particular group with, yeah. then I feel like I have nothing to say. So yeah. therefore, I would tend to shut down. But I think through what I've been learning over the years about myself and about people taking you know, the coaching and the NLP and learning more about psychology, I am much better <clears throat> at working a room 
because I'm so curious about people. So my tactic is always to go and just ask them about themselves, get them talking, and then we can find some commonality. So that's been my way of navigating now that I have that as a skill. And that's the right way to do it. If you always, people always will always open up and talk when you're, when you're more interested in them. Oh, people love to talk about themselves. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Hence podcasting, it works. (laughs) They've come full circle. (laughs) You got two people that love to be curious about other people. It's great. (laughs) So, okay, look, we're coming close to the kind of, uh, kind of capping our conversation. So is there any, so what sort of people do you want to talk to? I mean, mean, obviously you're on the podcast here and you you always have an opportunity to talk about your podcast. So what's it called, your podcast? ignited entrepreneurs ignited entrepreneurs there will be links in the show notes and awesome. any, any other way of connecting with you at all yeah i have a website so my coaching is actually called just a girl like me and that's the name of the website so just a girl like me.com you can find me there mm-hmm. you can also find i mean you could google my name jessica colthard and you'll find me so it's fun the more i put myself out there the more social footprint i'm starting to have so you could probably find me just about so anywhere envious so. of people with normal names if i if i, <laughs> if I, if I if google myself i don't come up oh okay paul harvey news is a bit bigger than i am <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mine seems a few people come up, but for the most part, it seems to be me. Now, I don't know if that's because I just keep searching myself and Google remembers me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's a good point, actually. If you don't actually do a clean browser, you, uh, your, 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 your search results will be a bit, get a bit, exactly. a bit distorted, but there we are. So all, yeah. the, all those links will be on the podcast so anybody can catch awesome. hold of you, no problem at all. So we'll make sure that happens. Wonderful. Thank you. So our, our final question, uh, unless you've, well, we get that in a minute. Our final question that I ask everybody on the podcast is this thing about like, you know, we're, we're born on this world as animals and we, we live, eat and eventually do other things and eventually die on this world. And some people, humans particularly, we think there's a reason for it all. We think we are arrogant enough to think we're here for a purpose. Are we? I like to think so. I mean, <laughs> um, you know, it's funny for me when, when, um, when people in my life lose um, somebody that's close to them, yeah. um, one of the ways that I attempt to comfort them when they feel sad and the grief sets in is I always say, you know what? The fact that you miss that person is because they did their job. They're supposed to leave an impact. They're supposed to make you miss them. And I feel like that's what we do. We're here to impact other people in whatever capacity, whether it's like you're just a really great listener for somebody or you're, you inspire people or, you know, you're that person that people call when they need an ear, like whatever it is that you feel is the best way for you to leave that imprint on people, lean into that hard and then I feel like that's your reason for being here. Mm. That's, a nice, that's a nice answer. Thank you. Hmm. So, so for any- me, it's about connection, right? Like I just finding that way to connect with people. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. Yes. It, and, you know, and I've done getting on for a hundred of these now. And, you know, and I've had every single answer from god to know god and it's been fascinating to hear the hear people's different journeys on on on, on that whole concept mm-hmm. no that's a good one actually i like it <laughs> you know but it's like you know I, I mean i think the one that i've come up with for me which resonates with me is life has absolutely no meaning whatsoever other right. than the meaning that you choose to give it okay 
Yep. That's, I agree with that a hundred percent. And it's like, yep. I, 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 and there's no, I know, well, there's no way of knowing, isn't it? One of us has, we'll have to let each other know. When, 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 <laughs> you'll never know. <laughs> yeah. But there's that movie. I can't remember what it was called, but they kept talking about the meaning of life. And the, that old cowboy kept saying, it's the one thing. It's that one thing. And I think that really does, you know, lend to what you were saying is that it is different for everybody. Every person has that one thing that, is most important to them and that's that's what life means to them so yeah it's about it's the same with rituals and things like that it's like you have to give it you know we, we can all light a candle yeah and then you go and watch someone in a church a server light the candle in the church it's done with reverence right there's a difference to lighting a candle right and it's like it's like and they're doing it because they're honoring something and it's like that difference isn't it how you they give it meaning by doing it yeah, there's an intention behind yeah. lighting that candle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, yeah. I think. And that's the thing. When we give life its intention. Yes. Then we've given it meaning. Yeah. Intention is one of my favorite words. Mm. Yeah. I think you and I could talk a long time. And I think we need to stop this now because I, I just keep, <laughs> keep going. And I, and I could get geeked out in this conversation, so I won't. So thank you, Jessica <laughs> okay. Cortard. Thank you so much for being with me today. It's been a joy to talk to you. And um I'm sure we will speak again at some point. I would love that. Thank you so much for being here or allowing me to be here. It was a pleasure to be on the other side of the uh, the podcast for a change. So thank you. All the best. And that was Life, Passion and Business with Paul Harvey and my guest, Jessica Coulthard. If you would like to connect with Jessica, you can find her at her website, justagirllikeme.com. She's on LinkedIn uh, and Facebook and Instagram. You can find the podcast Ignite Entrepreneurs at Apple Podcasts. I hope you enjoyed that re-release with Jessica Coulthard. Do check out The Money Experiment because the doors on that are closing. And I can tell you, I am learning so much about myself on this project. So do check it out. Anyway, as always, thank you for your time and attention and I'll catch you next time. All the best.